everybody. Welcome to Talking Heartland. This is the show where we we are recapping the show Heartland and we are on season five, episodes seven, eight, and nine. And it's been really fun looking back at the show Heartland. And I'm film critic Rachel Wagner and Mike is here. Hey, everyone. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on and uh, talking about Heartland. Yeah, it's no problem. It's it's one of my favorite shows out there, so it's a lot of fun. And you are doing recaps of the current season on your channel, is that correct? Yeah, um, the season 14 has ended to this point. There's not been any news about a season 15, but I'm sure even thinking about that is overwhelming for you. I know, <laughs> it really is. <laughs> We're ever going to get there, but we'll do our best and... Uh, we have uh, just me and Micah today. Uh, Michelle is uh, is out for the week, but hopefully she will be back next week. And uh, so we, she uh, lost her dog, which is very sad. And uh, but we have made a contribution to the uh, the um, Society for Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. Uh, right where she's from in Scotland and we'll put all the information uh, in the description so if you can contribute I think it'd be a great thing to do in honor of Michelle we love her so much and uh, so we're thinking about her during this tough time and uh, well we're excited to talk about talk about these episodes yeah yeah so the first episode that we're talking about is over the rise this is season five episode seven and uh the summary for this episode is when shane arrives to stay for the summer tim tries to impress all three of his kids with a really cool western day trip meanwhile a rodeo friend of caleb's has a unique and somewhat crazy request for ty to supercharge his ride and Mallory is devastated when she learns that Lou may not trust her with baby Katie as much as Mallory thought she did. So overall, what, what did you think about this episode? Uh, I remember when I watched this um, a while ago, I remember this one was fun because the movie set kind of reminded me of a Wind Calls the Heart vibe. Uh-huh. Not sure if you noticed that. Um, yeah. And I thought like the other, like the whole bathtub for Rodeo Club thing was was funny. And it feels like this episode brought like a lot of unique ideas into the mix. And it wasn't all about horses, which I think was kind of refreshing a little bit of time, like away from the ranch. But I think overall it was a good episode. Yeah. So one thing that I, I didn't really understand is that has Caleb, has he only been on the ro- rodeo with horses to this point he hasn't been on the bulls yeah i think um I, he has never been on a bully set at the dinner table so i think he's just been on bronx so just horses yeah okay because i didn't realize that 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 had been his career up until the point but uh yeah that was an interesting dynamic you have this uh rodeo clown that has a uh, put an engine on uh, on a bathtub. <laughs> uh, what did you think of this guy? Uh, he was kind of creepy, I thought, but yeah, buddy. I mean, his idea just—I don't know what was going through his mind when he came up with that. But by the end, I guess it kind of worked out. Yeah. Would you want to ride on a motorized uh, bathtub? 
I don't know. It feels like there's so many risks with it. I don't know if I would trust that. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so Tim is really excited to have Shane coming to visit. And he gets him a goat so that he can practice roping. He's having him stay with him at his house. And so Shane's kind of bummed. He wants to be at Heartland. And he feels like Tim is treating him like a child. You know, it's the it's an interesting dynamic between Tim and Shane because like it's building. Like last season, they were introduced, and like he hasn't been much in this season. So I think it just takes time. Eventually, we do we do get there because Shane's still in the um in the show for a while. But um, I think the goat was funny. I think Tim was trying, but I you know it's still mm-hmm. like a big. He says like when he was seven, he got like the go, but I think he was trying. Yeah. And I mean, I think it's, it's, it's understandable because they had bonded over him teaching Shane how to rope. And so it's it's a pretty understandable uh, assumption that that would be something he would like. Yeah. Yeah. And, and now they have the goat on Heartland. <laughs> I guess they could get some goat milk maybe from it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, then you have uh, the uh, um, you have Amy, Lou, and Shane. They go on a ride up to the movie set, like you said. And this is important for Tim because he has all three of his kids on the ride. And it's a it's a big deal for particularly for Lou because she's actually leaving the baby. Yeah, <laughs> and, and there was some beautiful photography during this whole scene where you see them riding, and mm-hmm. uh, and then getting up to the movie set. Yeah, and, I thought it was really I thought it was really well done, like like the movie set and like going up. I thought they chose great like scenery for the trip yeah it was beautiful yeah and they're all kind of skeptical because they're taking kind of a roundabout way of going to the movie set as opposed to the road but this is what tim thinks is best and uh, there's even a point where tim locks shane in the cell <laughs> and <laughs> at these sets and they're luckily they're able to find a key but they they get there too late because it took so long so they're gonna have to stay there in the night mm-hmm. yeah what was funny was is that shane had already like found keys and he told tim to stop it tim ended up injuring himself anyway that was funny yeah yeah and i i i appreciated that tim was trying so hard in this episode because he doesn't always uh try so hard yeah he was definitely he wants to build a relationship with his son and um you know just funny the ways that he does it mm-hmm. and he's it, everything just goes wrong and i think we can all appreciate that when you know we're trying to do something with the family we're trying to plan something and it just seems like nothing can go right so then we have this whole plot of lou not trusting mallory uh having a hard time leaving uh baby katie uh what did you think about that? Uh, the could you relate to both Lou and Mallory, or 
were you more on team Mallory in this whole thing? Well, it was funny because I haven't really like babysitted much, babysat much. It just not, it's not really my thing, or at least I just haven't really tried it. But like, I understand like Lou, like, you know, it's, I'm not even sure how old Katie's supposed to be, but, um, it's funny how like Lou is so protective of her, but it's also understandable that like, you know, she Lou didn't necessarily want to go on this like movie tour anyway. Uh-huh. Um, and she wanted to like stay home with Katie. But you know, Mallory has like kind of been there for like a while. Like I'm not sure. She's like 15 or 16 by now. So I think she is trustworthy. Um, and Mallory just thinks that she's trustworthy and the whole nanny cam thing got her thinking that you know Lou doesn't trust her and she probably thought that she deserved better than that yeah because she finds a, a camera in a toy that uh that Lou had set out uh and so she feels like how could you spy on me she says I thought we were family and uh, I thought that was a good moment for Mallory and her character she's one of my favorite characters uh, Mallory on the show and I, I but I also can understand Lou because it's her first child and she has she's insecure about it in a lot of ways as most moms I think are and uh, it's hard to uh, to give up that control of your baby and uh, and to to leave I, even if it is somebody you trust I mean I think people sometimes people trust even with their own their own parents their own i mean just anybody even their spouse sometimes <laughs> there's women that have a hard time <laughs> which is crazy but it's true and i think that that katie is like pretty little still at this point like three months six months something like that yeah i was thinking around there uh but but yeah i mean mallory i think she it's interesting because she is is a part of the family but then there's she always knows kind of in the back of her mind that she's not a member of the family and so there's this weird dichotomy for her to deal with and the fact her parents kind of leave her all the time it's got to be hard Mm -hmm. and like i surprisingly got like a little bit emotional with her speech to the um to the camera yeah you know for like something that's not like technically like doesn't like mean doesn't mean anything it meant something to her saying that so i thought that was a good moment for her it was good yeah i agree and you have lou trying desperately to get the cell service (laughs) in the town uh, because she just can't she's just very very it's hard for her to let go um uh, we also have this guy austin who is driving Soraya crazy uh, he's not a good worker and uh, and what do you think about austin you think he's he's a villain <laughs> well based on what happens next episode it's yeah. kind of like starts to open that up his character up a little bit more but this episode like i kind of like felt bad well no i don't think Soraya was overreacting at all I think that she reacted in the perfect way because like when he like brought like the toilet up like in the middle of um business that was funny um but like you know I think that he's I'm not even but I almost think he would know better because he's probably like 15 or something yeah 
And so then Ty is working on this tub. And I did think that this rodeo clan guy was kind of annoying. He irritated me a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. It's just too much. <laughs> it's probably accurate because I would mess. <laughs> I don't know. Someone like this is probably all a big personality. Let's put it this way. Someone who's going to be rodeo clown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, he, he, just, he takes the tub vehicle out and it crashes. So the guy's super mad at him. But then they figure out to have a toilet on the rig and that he gets real excited about that. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, mean, whatever works, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's right. And uh, yeah, and so then once they somebody finds them uh, that owns the the movie set and uh, they are able to get away and uh get back and then you see that tim gets shane a steer yeah i thought that scene with them at the end of the bonding mm-hmm. i thought that was really good and definitely like sets like a good like arc for them up in the future yeah so what would you give this one uh one to ten uh on the on your ranking um i'd probably give this one in a 7.5 i thought it was a overall a good episode um i was the whole bath bathtub story it was kind of weird but mm-hmm. overall a good episode yeah i think that's a good uh, a fair grade we'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode and that is the hallmarkies patreon do you love hallmarkies podcast Do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast? Do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks? Now is the time to become a patron of Hallmarkies Podcast. By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch-alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, Natalie Hall, and more. It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family. Please consider, and we will love you forever. Go to patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. That's patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. All right, then our next episode is Nothing for Granted. And this episode is when Ty visits Mrs. Bell to thank her for paying his school fees. He and Amy are surprised to learn she's moved out of her home and away from Sugarfoot. Meanwhile, Shane competes with Janice for Tim's attention and ends up finding another cowboy to look up to. Mallory starts to fall for Austin, but he can't help wondering, but can't help wondering if he, if he has an ulterior motive we're getting close to her and Soraya takes some life advice from an unlikely source, Caleb. <laughs> so overall, what do you think of this episode? Um, I thought this was a pretty good episode. I thought uh, we got some, I think we got some development in all the characters. I thought it focusing on Mrs. Bell was good. Um, so yeah, I thought it was a good episode. Yeah, and one thing the summary didn't really talk about is uh, the what's going on with Lou in this episode, 
and it, that's where the episode starts out with them talking about their house and lou gets a job offer uh for from one of her old bosses is coming to town and they they are going to be having a close enough uh office uh that she can uh that she can work uh and at first she says absolutely not and then uh, she starts to consider it and then she finds out that peter actually interviewed for the job that she ended up getting a few weeks before uh what did you think about this plot line um i thought it was nice that we finally got to this point because like you know we don't know much about Lou's past like in new york we know that like she had like some uh girls that she was close to but we just don't know much about that so i thought it was good that you know she got this like she got like this opportunity i don't understand like it feels like it was so obvious that like peter would have some involvement in it because it feels like he's always hiding things from her but um i thought overall it was Mm-hmm. it was good to see her like get a job offer and like start to like do something i mean not saying that like she's not doing anything with her life but start to like you know make her own life choice yeah i think so and and i think it shows that their marriage is doing a little bit better in a way even though they didn't want to tell each other about this but the 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 resolution at the end is is really nice mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, so then we have the animosity between Shane and Janice and that difficulty. Uh, Shane goes fly fishing with Jack and he's being kind of a brat to Tim uh, because he doesn't like Tim and Janice kissing. Uh, (laughs) What do we think about this whole dynamic going on? Well, I feel like Janice is always like ruining things <laughs> mm. um like I think at the beginning she might have been like trying to like ask like them at like t- um Tim and Shane like out for dinner and I don't think Shane's attitude is needed there but I also do realize that he you know like he wants to spend time with Tim like he that's not like it's not like he doesn't want to spend any time with him, but Janice like is like around a lot and he gets frustrated with that. So like Jack's like an easier source to turn to, I guess. But yeah. you know, I don't I wasn't this storyline was just kind of weird for me because like I just don't feel like there should be like any competition. And I don't understand why Janice reacted the way that she did with the whole Shane on Team Cisco thing, but it was okay. Yeah, I think that Janice is pretty uh, is a pretty difficult character i mean she doesn't really get along with amy or lou very much she she's feeling i don't know her attitude towards shane isn't the best she's a hard a little bit of a hard character to like yeah yeah and i don't think that her and tim have very good chemistry either so you're not really rooting for that it's just it's not the best no. yeah so uh, then you have the whole situation with Mrs. Bell. Uh, so this is interesting because they have this this pretty nice looking retirement center, uh, but it's it seems like she's there against her will, which is bad. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and they're pretty upset when they find her there and they actually then bring Sugarfoot to her and it causes problems with the retirement home. <laughs> yeah. What, what do you think about this? Well, I did feel bad for Miss Bell because like, you know, I feel like um, she deserves more than to be in this retirement home and made sure it's like a good like center from what it seems like. But I thought that um, her, like them getting her at was a good thing. Um, but I thought it was really funny when like Sugarfoot like went to like the carrot cake immediately. Yeah, this was an interesting place because on one hand it seemed like it was very nice uh but then on the other hand it seemed like we were supposed to hate it mm-hmm. yeah i feel like they just set like the story up that way so we could get so they like miss bell could like get out there and like go back to her home yeah because i mean it that they, they had they were able to be outside and they're able to have uh seem like have a, a bit of autonomy and she's put there by her niece uh, and the thing is, is that I feel like any niece would, wouldn't just leave Sugarfoot abandoned, uh, that, that, it, that anybody who loved Mrs. Bell would make sure that Sugarfoot was cared for. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. That was kind of weird. Like who, like, you know, Sugarfoot, like, like who like left shirt, like who wouldn't take care of like him for mrs bell because like mm-hmm. a lot of people care for mrs bell in this like in like the city so i don't yeah i don't understand like why they like what why they yeah. people weren't taking care of him it made the whole thing seem very suspect because if you loved mrs bell then you would have to love sugarfoot mm-hmm. yeah. at least and, care for it make sure and sugarfoot's so. also a very pretty horse so yeah and yeah and so things get kind of crazy when they uh yeah when he eats the sugarfoot eats the cake and uh they uh they the mrs bell gets kicked out of the uh of the retirement home but they're glad because they want to help take care of her mm-hmm. yeah. yeah okay so then we also have the uh the Soraya gets a message from Dylan in London, who she met uh, over the summer. And he says, I missed you. I can't stop thinking about you. So what do we think about this with Soraya? Well, I'm glad that she's getting some story because I was listening to one of your podcasts like recently how like she's not really like getting like a lot of mm-hmm. stories. So I'm glad that they started or started to introduce that. But I feel like the whole like I miss you, I can't stop thinking about you is like a very common, very common lines in long distance relationships. Um, but I felt like it's good that she's getting, you know, this this story. Yeah. Yeah, I know, because she seems just to be somebody that is there for when they need a, a, a supporting character, as opposed to having her own real arcs, which is so hopefully we'll get to see some more this this season. We also have Mallory feeling a little resentful of Shane and that Jack is taking him fly fishing. She wants to be involved 
and she's also like struggling with austin and at the end she ends up throwing a snow cone in it on his head (laughs) just really good Mm-hmm. that was that was good i think mm-hmm. and we do get like get more to like that story like in future episodes so so we also find out that ty's tuition was not paid by mrs bell but it was paid by his stepdad wade mm-hmm. so that we'll see more of that in the next episode but yeah overall i'd say this is a pretty good episode of harland and uh, you get to you get to see from almost all of the major characters uh so i'd give this one an eight i think it's it's a good episode what about you yeah i think i'll give it an eight too it's focusing all the characters i think got some development so i thought that was good mm-hmm. yeah all right so then we have this last episode of this uh, episode is uh cover me it's episode nine and the summary of this episode is when tim's young racehorse cisco is stolen on the way to his maiden race amy and ty get help tracking him down from an unlikely source ty's stepfather wade meanwhile when lou goes off to work peter is left to take care of baby katie and ends up guarding a secret that could break lou's heart and caleb's caleb finally convinces kelly to go out with him only to have a serious curveball thrown his way as he arrives for their date so overall what do you think of this episode well this is like the mid-season finale technically so mm-hmm. i thought this was really well done like the whole like getting cisco back like whole storyline like it went like a pretty like action packed like turn I, I i was i was loving i was loving it i thought the subplots were pretty good too so i think you know for like being like but some parts didn't necessarily feel like mid-season finale-ish but it was overall a good episode yeah i think it was a good episode too it starts out pretty strong with the them finding these abused horses and i'm still just amazed at how they're able to make these horses obviously they can't actually have abused horses but they do such a good job of making it believable i'm sure with makeup or other things like it work i don't know they the the what they do with the horses is just so incredible yeah that beginning scene i thought was really well done and like you know i almost like felt bad for the horses even though i know what they weren't like getting like right used yeah it was really effective and when caleb shoots the horse that was pretty shocking yeah yeah i wasn't expecting that but Mm -hmm. i feel like it amy has like a lot of like you know like almost like grief i guess towards this like scene that we see like Mm -hmm. later on so yeah well and i mean of course it's the right thing to do but it was just it was the way it was staged was kind of really surprising and Mm -hmm. i didn't expect that to happen so then ty's trying to give the money back to wade for the tuition and they're just struggling his he, he wade was very abusive to his mom and that's why he doesn't trust him right yeah i think we kind of we got that like a few seasons back like with wade being in the in a few episodes and we kind of saw that like he's like a, abusive mm-hmm. and we don't know like what it was like 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 back in the day i mean we know that like there was like a lot of like tension between ty and wade but yeah i think the reason why is just because ty just doesn't what he doesn't think that 
Wade is a good partner to his mom and he hasn't had like a father figure there. I mean, Jack, I think Jack is like his new Mm -hmm. father figure, but he just didn't have that. So I think that's why he's so resentful towards Wade. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he, uh, I mean, there's side of me that just figures I would maybe just pretend I didn't even know, but he's just doesn't want to be held up uh, or in debt to Wade in any way. Mm-hmm. which i think is fair he doesn't mm-hmm. he doesn't want to feel like he owes anything to wade yeah so then you have him getting the money from scott so for the tuition is is how he uh, deals with it and so that was interesting and then lou is really struggling with going to work and i know that's a real thing when when moms are you know finish their maternity leave and they have to go back to work there's a lot of mom guilt that's definitely a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my mom, um, she um, had like a teacher position. So mm-hmm. I remember that being hard for her. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. Uh, but then uh, Peter has become a stay-at-home dad. <laughs> so that's <laughs> it's, it's new. It's funny how the tables have turned. Yes, yeah. Uh, and I, I mean, I'm probably a bigger fan of him as stay-at-home dad versus uh, the uh, the work, the man of business, you know, kind of a thing. He's cute, yeah. and he gets very excited when Katie says "dada." His first word as her first word, uh, but he doesn't want to tell Lou because she'll feel bad about missing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so then we have some flirting between Caleb and Kelly and she says I'm not marrying I'm not gonna go out with a married cowboy that's my rule but I felt like Caleb was being a little bit stalkerish to Kelly like he's kind of like always there and like following her and stuff uh I I think he just sees it as being persistent but there was it was a little much yeah th- i don't know i mean it just interested what kelly sees in caleb i would want to know yeah i i would want to know too <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh she is she's starting to wear her down a little bit it seems yeah. like yeah so then we have cisco getting stolen and ty thinks that wade stole the horses but he didn't he then he confronts the guy who did and uh, there's this whole thing of private days at the track what do you think of that interesting i thought you know them bringing in like this whole horse racing thing this episode was kind of surprising but you know i think that private i don't know if i would attend private days at the track or not yeah amy ends up riding racing cisco on at the private days on the track mm-hmm. mm. yeah, I, thought it, I thought it was so funny that like the whole point was for her not to win so they wouldn't get attention but of course she ended up winning anyways mm-hmm. yeah. yeah she can't resist it yeah. it's impossible and uh we find out that peter had been married before did we know that before uh, um i think we um back in season two like peter's like because like him and like his um wife they share like custody of like their well his ex-wife they share custody of like their dog max okay i forgot that 
yeah but you know it has been a while since it's been mentioned so mm-hmm. and uh so then wade comes and they get the horse and uh he says they say being a being a grown-up does not include lying to me so they have this battle of words between ty and wade and uh and then we find out that wade is going to try to get back together with ty's mom which is why ty was so resistant to his and so then caleb gets the date with kelly and then he gets a call from ashley ashley like is still like we don't know like at this point like we don't know like what ashley's like doing and what caleb like feels about ashley but like you know i'm glad it didn't go like whole love triangle route but you know it's, it's still mm-hmm. kind of it's just like it's it puts caleb in a tough situation yeah what did you think of caleb and ashley were you a fan of their relationship um i felt like i wasn't a big fan of ashley's character to begin with mm-hmm. so i couldn't really get on the side of their relationship and plus their chemistry wasn't like that good to me and it just i don't know i felt like they barely got any time to be happy with each other i agree that was always my issue that i felt like uh, that they it was hard to be invested because also a lot of the big moments of their relationship we didn't get to see Mm -hmm. so you know that was that was hard and plus like val was like too involved in their yeah so i mean because they got married uh when we didn't even see that or their courtship and then i don't know just a lot of other big kind of moments we didn't get to see so it it, it, it's an interesting thing and then i guess she probably was doing some other movies or shows or something like that so she was out this season but Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah that's basically this episode uh with it ending with wade trying to get back with ty's mom and uh also just the dynamic of of lou feeling guilty and peter uh actually seeming to be pretty happy being a stay-at-home dad it seems like to me but obviously like a little bit of jealousy but not too much yeah i'm liking this season of peter more than previous seasons just because Mm -hmm. there's more around and we get to see him step into that father role and i do like that and i think lou thinks that he's jealous more than he actually is jealous Mm -hmm. yeah he's worried about that so very good i what would you give this one Uh, i give this one um an 8.5 out of 10 i think it was the best one of the three i thought the whole them like getting cisco back was really good as well as like the tie to tie and wade moments so 8.5 i agree i think that's a good score i would give it to you so let us know if you're listening what you would give each of these episodes and what you think of them we would love to hear your thoughts and micah how can people find you in your channel and your content um well i have a youtube channel called wimpy studio um i do reviews of when calls the heart on there i do reviews of um different movies that have come out recently hoping to review arlo and the alligator boy mm-hmm. um watching that soon um so yeah i think it i do really enjoy my um channel i've also reviewed the chosen season two um so yeah i i have a lot of fun with them 
Yeah, and you can find me at Rachel's Reviews all over social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check all that out. And uh, if you're listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. We really appreciate it. And if you are watching on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our patron group, which is a lot of fun. And we have our merch store, uh, which has Heartland-inspired merch. So check that out. And thanks. And uh, we will be back next week with Michelle. And it should be great. And we'll talk to you all later. Bye, everyone. Bye.